Hello, hey, and welcome to Ask the Color Expert. My name is Elaine Travis. I am a career hair colorist, independent educator, and author of the book, A Colorful Journey. I'm here every week sharing tips, tricks, and stories that are all things hair color. Thanks for joining me, and let's get started. Hello, and welcome back to the Ask the Color Expert podcast. Today's special guest is Kelly Abanda. She is the creator of Design Your Detour, and the name of her business is How We Met. We met at a female girl boss event where we're all female entrepreneurs, and when she stood up and introduced herself, I was like, okay, I need to meet this person. I need her in my life. Um, so she, her and I chatted after we met and I told her where I was in my career and the reason why the name detour stood out to me and, uh, we are working together. She is in the process of up-leveling my business and coaching me through some decisions and it's been absolutely amazing. So I invited her onto the podcast. Um, in 2016, she quit her senior level corporate job. I'm sweating just thinking about a senior level corporate job. Ugh. Um, to pursue the dream of traveling the world. Um, the magical leap was meant to last only three months, but turned into three years. And of course, I need to hear more about that story, being the travel bug that I am. Um, but beyond thrills and adventures, she discovered what's really important and what isn't, and fully committed to living according to her new values of freedom and connection. So since returning, she's been helping women identify and pivot into their own values, especially when creating new roles. If you're looking for transformation, she is your girl. So welcome, Kelly, to the podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to have a conversation and just chat about detouring and pivots and figuring out what's really important. So I couldn't love that name more when I, when you stood up, like when we go to the coffee chats, everybody stands up and does a very brief, hi, my name is, and you know, your elevator pitch and yours was towards the end. I was so hot. I was like over being there. I'm like, I need to get the heck out of here. I came out of the bathroom just as you were introducing yourself. You were a new face to me and I don't go all the time, but I knew that you were a newer face. And when you said, I help women design their detour, I was like, wow, like I've had so many pivots in my career and I've never had anybody guide me through them. And it's been interesting to say the least. And I, I pivoted when I moved here to Florida, which you also just have done. So we had that connection and common ground. Um, and at 55 years old, meeting friends is difficult. It's not like in grade school, we're like, hi, I want to be my friend. You know, it's just so simple when you were in school. So I work alone. I work at home. It can be very isolating. So these coffee things are like my lifeline of meeting these women. Um, but for my business, a lot of the women, it's a great place for them to connect and to find, you know, clients. For me, I'm not traditionally standing behind the chair doing hair. So if I was, my gosh, it is such a resource to do that. But with me educating hairdressers, there's maybe two or three hairdressers in the whole group. So it's, it's not great for me business-wise, but oh my God, for my soul, for my spirit, for my, you know, my social life, it has been an absolute godsend. So I'm so happy that we connected and, um, you know, people that follow me that listen to the podcast know that I've worked with a life coach for quite some time. So initially I was like, ah, 
another coach, you know, I'm not sure I want to invest in that. What could, what could we possibly do that she didn't already cover? But I also know from now being a life coach that business and personal are completely different when it comes to coaching. And that like anything else, when you have a rapport and a relationship with a coach, they start to get to know you more personally and they don't have as much of a unbiased uh, overview is, is kind of what I want to say. Like mm -hmm. I'm fresh to you. Like you don't know any background, any backstory. So you're not going to be hindered in helping me navigate as to like what happened before. It's almost mm -hmm. like when you bring um, your, you go back to your old boyfriend and your friends go crazy. And like, Oh my God, you told us he was such a jerk. Like you don't have any of that backstory. So you're like, Oh, nice guy. Do, you know, give it a shot. Um, so I love your story. I love the whole travel piece. That was a lot of what attracted um, me to you. I was just like, I've worked my butt off my whole life. I've had two salons. I've done so many different things. And even to this day, I tend to only say yes to travel if I can validate that it's for business. You know, I'm like, oh, I really want to go. Well, maybe if there's a class or a hair thing there, well, then I, I won't feel bad taking time away from work to go to. And I'm like, that is just crazy. Like what, whatever made me do that? And it goes back to my original money story and being worthy and all of those things. So it's, it's amazing to me that like, I thought that your coaching was going to be so businessy and you were going to be asking me for numbers and spreadsheets and, and all of those things. And thank God it wasn't because I'm allergic to spreadsheets. <laughs> I, I hate all of that, but I just shared with you, we just did session six out of eight. And I said, when we were on session four, I was like, how the heck are we going to be done in four more sessions? Like, I don't even feel like we got started. And then this last session, I was like, Wow. It's almost like if you did that on the first session, we would be done, but we wouldn't because my answers wouldn't have been the same in session one that they were in session six. So mm -hmm. kudos to you. I was bragging about you yesterday to Sandy. I, I did a color on her yesterday and I was like, you know, she just has a way of getting right to what needs to be done, but not in a rushed sort of way. Like I just kept thinking eight sessions, you know, my life coaching journey was nine months and it needed every second of the nine months. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think because the life coaching peeled back the onion, everything is closer to the surface. I think if you and I had met 10 years ago, I would be like, what are we even talking about? Like get to the point. When are we going to talk about my next venture? You know, I would have been pushing yeah. you to go further than, than we have. Yeah, for sure. And, and you may have from the very beginning, when we had a conversation about what might this look like, you might've been like, oh, that's not, I need, I need like the next business strategy. I need, and moved on to somebody who would have been like, show me your spreadsheet, show me your number, show me like only focusing on that part. So it, that journey is like, I love that you are in this space of knowing it's all a journey. So all the work that you've done up until now it unlocks a lot of things too. And we never really arrive, you know, it's not like, oh, all of a sudden we have breakthroughs. We have things that we overcome for sure. Otherwise we probably wouldn't keep coming back, right. but there's always, there's always a different layer or level or something else to discover. So having a different voice to do that, being open to be like, I don't know it all yet. As a coach, I do that too. Like I have coaches as well 
I have other people outside of me to give input and feedback because you can't read the label from inside the jar. I say this all the time. Like I don't see things the way for myself, the way somebody else would see them for me and the same for you. Right. So that's, that's why coaching can be so valuable. It helps you see when you trust that person, it helps you see from an outside perspective, what's actually, what's happening inside the jar. A lot of it too was um, I'm in a, a small, very small mastermind group and we meet every Monday at 1.30 and we each share where we are in our journey and how can we support each other. And they've called me out so many times on my money story. And when I would say something to them that I had already shared with you, they reacted the same exact way. So I think that if I just heard it from them, there's a surgeon in there. There's a girl that does, I don't even know what she does. She's some sort of coach, but very like energetically connected, all that kind of mm -hmm. stuff. Um, but if they would have said it to me, I would say they just don't understand the hair business. You know, like they're saying that because they don't really understand it and I understand it better and I know better. And they were just like, you know, exactly what they said. I was like, okay, my coach just said the same thing. And they're like, well, your coach is right. You know, and I was like, <laughs> oh, so that's more reaffirming, mm -hmm. you know, the, the collective of, to your point, we can't see, we get in our own way. Like the answer is so there. Um, something that I shared with you about the new project that was swimming around in my brain after I washed my hair and open up my annoying chakra that bleeds ideas. Um, I talked to my daughter on the phone and she's like, oh dear God, no, stop. Just stop, mom. She's like, you're so there. Like you've worked so hard to get to the point in your business where you are. And you're such an idea person. You never just stick with it and grow it even bigger. Like you're always like, okay, did that. That's done. Put that here and let's do this. And I love that you said to me, this, this is like the biggest nugget of all that resonated. You said, it's okay. You're never going to stop having new ideas. That's who you are. That's by design. That's who you are. And there's nothing wrong with that, but it doesn't mean that every idea has to be yours. And I was like, oh my God, I love that because it hurts me to not have these things happen when I come up with these things. Mm -hmm. So I want them to happen, but then I overwhelm myself. So I am such a control freak that one of my main issues was hesitating in collaboration because of control issues. So now I say, hey, I have this idea. I need your help. Let's all do this together. And I've had, for the first time ever, I've had pleasant collaboration experiences because I think I, um, I delivered it differently in a way like, look, I'm bossy and controlling and I'm going to head this up, but I need your help versus let's all figure out what we need to do. I can't play that, you know, I don't know what to do role. It pains me to sit back in a group setting. You know, in high school, when they gave you the group project, you knew whoever's in my group is like, yeah, we're not gonna have anything to do because she's gonna take care of everything. But 55 years of that is a very heavy weight and exhausting. Yeah. So it's time to collaborate and let go um, in the best way possible. And I'm, I'm able to navigate that thanks to you and this coaching process. So anyone who follows my coffee chats or listens to this podcast knows that I love to share resources with people that have affected my life and you are absolutely one of them. So mm -hmm. tell me, you know, talk to the people listening about like what 
coaching is versus, you know, some people think like, oh, it's a therapist and I'm going to, wow, I didn't get enough love and attention. Like it's, it's so completely different and it's hard for me to articulate that from my own experience, but how would you um, say that to a hairstylist or an owner or someone who's struggling with change and needs a helping hand? Yeah, I think, I think a really good coach, we know that our role is to ask the right questions to guide the process to get to a decision. It isn't that I'm telling you what the decision is and it isn't that we're just staying in pain. So therapy might stay in the pain for a while and be like, process, process, process. And a consultant would be like, here's what you should do. Go do it. A coach is kind of in the middle. So definitely the things from our past come out because they influence who we are and how we think about the world. But it's more of like, okay, we want to bring this forward to acknowledge it. Okay, now we're going to ask some questions about how can we move into a different mindset, a different way of thinking so that you can move confidently forward in whatever direction it is. And so a really good coach is going to be asking way more questions. They'll be listening way more than they're talking and helping you to discover what your answer is. Because I have found time after time that there is no one general solution because everybody's situation is different. Everybody's needs are different. Everybody's desires are different. So my role isn't to tell you what you should do. My role is to help you figure out what you really want to do and then get the courage to do it. I think there's so much noise too. And this is something that we got to a certain place, you and I working together. And, and especially when I ran into you the other night coming from the human design workshop, where I was like, oh, I feel so much more able to make a decision that feels good to my heart and my soul that doesn't make sense to anyone else. I've always been that person that nothing that I do ever makes sense to my mom, my sister, my brother. Like they're all just like, are you insane? Like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I know I can't explain it, but I promise you it's going to be okay. And it always is. And then they'll be like, oh my gosh, you were so far ahead of the curve. Like you knew about that. And I'm like, yeah. And that's what is so unsettling is when you think and act completely different than all the little soldiers lined up behind you. You're like, I'm a freak. There's something wrong with me. Why do I do this to myself? Why do I have these ideas? But then it's like, not that I'm comparing myself to Steve Jobs, but like the Steve Jobs and the um, who's the one that created Tesla and is doing all the rocket ships to the moon, Elon Musk. Uh, Elon yeah. Musk like, I'm sure their friends and family thought they were batshit crazy. And mm -hmm. that's what happens. So I mm -hmm. think listening to you and having another perspective of you're you, like you're not anybody else and you were born to be who you are. And when it doesn't feel right, my biggest struggle, I've been, I've been like such a boohoo, you know, negative Nelly about the whole social media thing. I'm like, oh, I just hate that it's part of my business. Um, it's like a necessary evil for me. Um, but I think because I feel so negatively towards it, I think that's why I don't succeed on certain uh, platforms because I'm just like, I have the ick factor the whole time. And part of the workshop the other night, it was, they said, if it feels like an ick, it's an ick. Like, don't keep trying to go on there. Just keep doing your marketing the way that your soul tells you to do it. And I was like, that's so right. And, and that's where we were with you and I, you were like, the right people are going to show up for you. You know, you're not going to ever get like the, the audience that I set out when I created this new business seven years ago, 
I was like, the new hairdresser coming right out of school needs me. That's, I was like, dug in on that. I'm like, they're not getting what they need in beauty school. They need me to take them, take their hand from beauty school to behind the chair. They need time with me in between to give them the fundamentals they need for hair color so that things don't happen like just happened to you with your hair color. Like no mishap happens because you're prepared for anything. But that 20 year old person sees 55 year old me saying, come to my class, come to my class. And they're like, wait, what? She doesn't have a hat on. She doesn't have a nose piercing. She doesn't have tattoos. She is so not cool. I don't want to hear a word that she says. So should I run out and get a hat and tattoos and a nose piercing to get their attention? They're still not, I'm still not going to get their attention. I'm either for them or I'm not energetically. And that's been the gift of all this coaching is there's an energy that's exchanged between myself and others and the right people are going to line up for the energy that attaches to where they are in their journey. And you want it to be a mic drop, (laughs) mic drop, total (laughs) mic drop. And one of the big factors there is that you're not just thinking like, yes, you want to serve an audience well, but you have to honor you too, because if you're not honoring you, it's always going to feel like, eh. and then at the end of the day, even if you went on social media and got the nose ring and did the hat and did whatever the things were, got all the tattoos to play that part. When you separate from that, it's going to feel like, well, it's not me that's actually succeeding because it isn't you. It's a facade of you. So your business, you what you're doing isn't just about if you want your clients to be happy. Absolutely. But what's happening for you? Because if that journey is not good, then it's all it, nothing is going to matter. You hear your own voice 24 hours a day. Nothing on the outside is ever going to overrule that. So if inside you're saying to yourself, who I am is not enough because that's a version of that, right? Who I am is not enough. If I show up as who I really am, it's not going to be enough. If that's how you feel, that's never going to be successful the way that you want to feel successful. So you have to honor you in that whole process. Yes, you need clients to be happy. And yes, you have to speak their language because sometimes you know, like, you know, all kinds of technical terms about, what to do or whatever, you know what the struggles are of new new colorists or colorists in general, you know, because you've been there. They might not yet know what you know. So you might have to use different language, but you're not changing who you are to present that. Yeah. At one point I had somebody look over my branding and she said, well, it's pretty clear in your branding that your, you know, your audience is going to be the 40 plus group because it's bright colors and all that stuff. And I was like, okay, should I change my branding to succulents and the color of my shirt and greens and all the stuff that everybody's doing? Because that's, you know, you think, oh, I have to be like everybody else. And then I was like, I could do that all day long. And it's still not going to connect to them because once I open my mouth and once they see who I am, they're still going to see a 55 year old woman who they don't know, knows a lot about hair color and think, why am I here? She's, she's not cool. I don't want to be, I don't want to be here. So it's still not going to energetically fit. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll do like one of those um, cartoony kind of things, like where I don't actually show up as, as me. It's like a, an avatar of me kind of thing. And I was like, you know what? Screw that. Like, I am not doing that. That feels awful. That feels really icky. And, and awful. also like you as, as, as the person that you uniquely are, you Elaine, 
are magnetic and you have such an engaging personality, why would you want to hide that? Right. You know, that if that's who you naturally are, it's not that you're putting that on in order to sell something like that's just who you are. That's who you are. So if, why don't hide that uh, behind some random cartoon? No. Yeah. Cause I've seen people get, you know, have a lot of success where you never even see who they are. Like it's just facts about things and tips and all that. I was like, well, maybe that'll get to the younger generation, but unfortunately my niche has become helping people that never got the help when they were 20 that need it when they're 30. And that hurts my soul because I'm like, that's 10 years of effing up hair unnecessarily if you just would have dug in 10 years ago. But it's kind of like this, you know, they come out with this overly confident air of like, I got this, I'm totally fine. And then they make mistakes on humans that they should have made on mannequins um, because you really only get one shot with people. You know, you're, people aren't going to trust them again. I often say, I want to have a reunion. I started in 1986 is when I got licensed and I was right behind a chair. I had no business being behind. Um, and it was all friends and family that trusted me. And I made a lot of mistakes on them. And then they would tell a friend and I did a lot of haircuts that I was good at cutting, but color was a whole other thing. But it's funny that, you know, I can look back at that and I've heard the, the saying, and I think it might've been Oprah. It was either Oprah or, um, oh God, who's the one that, uh, Maya Angelou that, that she always quotes. And it's that your mess becomes your message. So I was so untrained and had no education on hair color that that became an obsession for me when I didn't know. I was like, I have to know. I can't keep messing up on people's heads. I have to get more education. And we're talking about no cell phones, no computers, no internet. Like we're going back in the old dinosaur days um, where it just wasn't available. And I had really had to seek it out. And I think that's partly where my love of travel came from. I think if I didn't have that mess and I didn't have to seek it out, I would have stayed in my little town. My parents never took us on a plane. My first plane ride was to a hair color show that changed my whole life. So we always drove on vacation. We went to the Jersey Shore or the Poconos or we drove to Florida. And then our one big trip was we drove to California, which is why I need therapy. Um, that was awful. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole a long trip story. I just made it the other way. Yeah. Oh my trip. gosh. Yeah, it's, it was awful. And, and, and really knowing that we had to do it the other way, like one way is awful enough, but driving there, knowing we had to turn around, I was like, oh my God, mom, please put me on a plane. I was in eighth grade and I was begging to go on a plane by myself to go home. Didn't happen. Um, but all of that, like every piece of our journey mm -hmm. creates who we become and the, the story mm -hmm. and how we can relate to other people. And to your point, if I were to all of a sudden behave differently to match who I think my audience is, no genuine connection is going to happen because it's like, talk about imposter syndrome. You're actually living like an imposter. It's not just the, mm -hmm. the voice in your head telling you you're an imposter. You're actually being an imposter and pretending you're someone that you're not. So it doesn't serve yeah. anyone. Like if you ever had in your personal life, the feeling of, okay, yeah, I have friends, but if they really knew me, they wouldn't like me it's that same, it's, you know, it's just in the business setting. So yuck, that feels yucky. That just feels, and we, we as humans, how we're feeling, how we're experiencing life 
ultimately, like, of course, we've got to pay bills, of course, we've got to do those things. But ultimately, that's what really matters. That's why I made that whole change in my life, too, because I was building all the right things in my life, but I wasn't enjoying that life. So then you have a choice. Okay, if I'm not enjoying this life, I can either Oh, well, I guess it's just life, which is, I think a lot of people a do because it's the most comfortable, yeah. right? It, because you, then there's nothing scary about it. And it's easier to kind of resign and be like, well, I guess this is just what it is. Cause you see so many other people doing it. Like you're just settling and being like, well, I guess I'm going to have to hate Mondays all the time. Like that's the only way. Well, what if it doesn't have to be the only way, but it's not going to change. I, in that season, I realized the only person who's going to change my life is me. Can't wait for somebody else to do it. I have to decide. Is it more important to be safe and secure and be doing checking the right boxes? Or is it more important for me to enjoy this life? And I was like, it's it's obviously, I mean, anybody would say, Oh, of course you're supposed to enjoy it. But am I willing then to make the sacrifices of the safety, security, checking the right boxes, people understanding my journey? You know, it doesn't make sense. I've also done things, many things in my life that people are like, why? Why would you do? Why would you do that? Doesn't make sense. But they ended up being the very best decisions for me. So that that what I would say, like anybody who's listening, if you find yourself kind of in that fork in the road where you know how it's going is not working for you, you're not happy, you're not satisfied, but you're feeling like I don't, I don't want to feel this way, but I don't really know how to make it different find resources, get a coach, like find support so that you can move in a different way because it's not worth living life that way. And you don't have to keep settling. You don't have to keep settling. You can do it a new way. I want to, I want to add to that because that was pretty powerful stuff and, and very true. Um, I get a daily text from, I don't even know how I got on her list, but I love these daily texts and reminders. It said today, your life will change the moment you decide to stop waiting for your partners, friends, or family's approval and support. Starting the thing, in quotes, and becoming the person you talk about being is the only way to make yourself happy and be the light that inspires and proves they can do it too. So when people, I am positive that you get a lot of pushback when you talk about pricing for coaching because people are like, what? That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but as a person on the other side of it, I say it puts you on the fast track to getting your answers, like in anything in life, you can pay with time or money, right? So if you don't get a coach and you're bumbling along miserable to your point, you're staying in a miserable job. You hate much longer than you should not making the money that you should be making because you're not happy, um, and not paying for the coaching to get help because you don't want to spend the money. It's just going to drag it out. I remember I went to, um, I was on vacation and they had this really good psychic there. And I, I don't want to call her a psychic. It was more, was she a card reader? I can't remember her modality, but she was like telling you about yourself. Mm-hmm. And she said, there's a big change coming up and you can either wait and let it happen to you. Like it's going to happen, whether you like it or not. Or you can take charge and direct it so that it's a lot less bumpy road. And I I still remember that. It was literally like probably 15 years ago because that's what happens. Like this podcast is going to be four hours long because there's so many stories (laughs) I want to share. But my sister, my sister and I came from the same parents, same bloodline, same everything. 
every single major life decision she has ever had to make was made for her by God, universe, whatever your higher power is. It happened to her. She didn't make the decision. You know, she knew that her kids needed to change schools. She was on the fence, but we went to that school. So she was like, oh, I can't, I can't leave because we went there and we had such a great childhood. I'm like, no, it's, you need to move them. Like they're closing. They had to close. And then the school told her where she could go. She didn't have a choice. Mm-hmm. Um, she had boyfriends pass away when they were not good for her, but they passed away while she was with them more than wow. one, unfortunately. So I'm like, wow, like that woman card reader, whatever the heck she was, that's what she was trying to say that this stuff, the shit's going to hit the fan. And if you stay unhappy, your body starts to break down. You start having pains in places that you didn't have before you have emergency surgeries or you break an arm or you trip and break a leg. Like the the universe is going to get your attention. So wouldn't it be better to hook up with a coach like Kelly or another person in your area, like whoever you, you know, connect with energetically, like we were talking about Mm -hmm. to guide you through being empowered enough to make that decision on your own and get there at the pace that you're comfortable with and have a little bit more say in how it, it ends up and not, you know, in tragedy or, or body aches, body breakdowns. Well, you know, a lot of times it is like the, there there will definitely be money objections. And I understand because I've been there for lots of things in my life where money will be the thing where I'm like, oh, I can't justify spending that. And I'm sure lots of people listening have clients who are like, oh, I want, I would love to feel this way if my hair was like that, but I'm not willing to spend the money. And you can see from the other side, like, you know, the payoff is way more than the amount of money they're going to spend because they're going to wake up every, every day and feel great. That's going to be something that is a boost every time they look in the mirror, you know, all of those, like, you know, all those benefits because you're on the other side of it. That's what coaching can be like too. But sometimes we, we have to make that investment. And I've known as a person who's hired people and as a coach of other people that once you make that commitment, it says a lot too, because it's not just about the money. It is money. But if you're willing, if you're like, oh, I'm not worth that money, because that's what you're really saying. If you're like, yeah. I'm not going to spend it for my hair or for my coach, I'm not worth that money. I don't deserve to spend the money that way. You're, you're probably not ready. But when you hit that point and you're like, okay, I need this so badly that I, I can't stay where I am anymore. Now you are really ready for that change. So the money is one representation, like the, that I'm willing to open my pocketbook tells that I may not be totally ready. Like I'm still scared. It's still a hard thing for me to do, but I know that I need what's on the other side of spending this money more than I need the comfort of where I am because this isn't working. My hair's not working anymore. I, I've got to spend the money to make it the way that is make, will make me feel good. I'm ready. Absolutely. And I see it all the time. And even with my own, membership, you know, I'll do a boot camp and people are like, oh my gosh, that was so great. That was such great information. And I'll say, you know, join my membership. And they're like, oh, I, I don't, I really don't have the money. And I'm like, it's really a catch 22 because you don't have an extra $600 because you don't have the education to be an amazing colorist. You can earn that $600 back in two to three client visits, you know, but you're so like, Oh, that's money, you know, but yet that's somebody who smokes cigarettes, who buys them by the carton, goes to Starbucks every day. Like, and I don't want to be that person to have to point all that out, but I'm thinking 
you're, you're misdirecting your money towards things that aren't going to make your life better. You're sitting in the, I don't have enough, the lack mentality, where if you spent the money, you would have enough. And, and I've been on the other side, like with, when I met you, I didn't hesitate the way I hesitated with my life coach, because when she first said how much I was like, oh my God, that's insane. I don't have that kind of money. And being on the other side of it, I'm like, best money I ever spent. I've made so much more money as a result of that training that I've earned back five times more than, you know, what I would have gotten if I didn't coach with her. So um, I am much less tentative and fearful because I'm a results driven. When I see that I get results, I'm like, that's, you know, yeah. it's worth it. It's an investment. It's just like anything else. So. Yeah. Just like anything else you would invest in, but it, but all of that speaks to priorities. Right. And so people can say with their mouth or even think that they want the thing that comes on the other side. So they could be like, I really want my hair to look beautiful, or I really want the training so that I can make more money. I really want the training so I can be more confident. I really want, I really want it. But if I'm not willing to put my action behind it yet, there's another block there. And there's, you know, the life coach in me is like, there's all kinds of layers of like, there's messaging that you're saying to yourself. There are limiting beliefs that you have around whatever. And also without ever knowing it, there's, you're finding comfort in the pain. Yes. So yes. there's some kind of comfort for me to stay in this space where there's lack, where there's, you know, I don't have, where there's scarcity. There's some comfort in that, that you haven't yet been willing to let go of. Even if logically you'd be like, well, of course I don't want to feel that way. Of course I don't. There's something happening that's that you're holding on to it. That's, um, that's awesome. That's a great point. And so very true. And, and we talked about the financial piece as not only, um, you know, a barrier of entry to people, but when you, when I have that money invested, when you give me homework, you give me homework on Thursday morning and I'm like, oh, okay. And I write it in my iPad. I make sure I have it in one spot. Cause I, I'm one to have like 14,000 papers on my desk. I put it in one spot and then inevitably every single week, I'm either doing it Thursday morning before we meet again or late Wednesday night because shit happens, life gets in the way. And if I didn't pay you to hold me accountable, I would never do the homework mm -hmm. and I would stay in that pain. So yeah. that's where the exchange of energy of the money comes in is like, you're going to check in on me. Like you see that I didn't send my job form in. You're like, Hey, just checking in. Here's the link, you know, like hint, hint, do your homework. And the homework has been so amazing and eye-opening that you know, shame on me if I didn't do it. So it's that accountability. It's like hiring a personal trainer versus saying you're going to get on your treadmill at home that's collecting dust, which is what mine is doing right now. So yeah. having that accountability is huge. So Kelly, I know we could talk for five more hours, but how can people find you, get in touch with you, get more information about the magic that you do? Yeah, you can find me on social media, both Facebook and Instagram under Kelly Abanda. So just my name. Um, you can message me there. If you have questions, I'm happy to answer any DMs. You could say, you know, follow me there. I'm also posting a lot of things about um, mindset and how you're doing and checking in. I did a thing earlier this week about how to deal with anxiety and a little reel about dealing with anxiety. So there's always, you know, there's always free stuff that you can get. But if you're, you know, if you're like, I need to take the next step, I've got this pivot I need to make and I need some support, DM me. Let me know you heard on this podcast and we'll have a little conversation and see if I can help you or if I can direct you to somebody who can. 
Awesome. And Kelly's name is spelled A-B-A-N-D-A. So you might, it sounds like it would be an O, so I'm going to make sure they can find you. So yeah. Kelly, A-B-A-N-D-A on Instagram and Facebook. Thank you, Kelly. I will be seeing you very soon. Uh, we're going to polish up your beautiful hair for your, um, your branding photos today. So I will see you later. And thank you everyone for listening. We will see you on the next one. Thank you for listening to the Ask the Color Expert podcast. Please subscribe and be sure to leave a review. For more information on hair color education, please visit my website, www.expertcolorsolutions.com. See you soon.